Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation. Hey, Coach. Hey, how are you? Good to see you. Good to see you. Hey, it's, uh, it's hard to believe there's just a couple weeks left in the regular season. Uh, what would you like to see the most here down the stretch with the regular season games? I think just a continued commitment to our growth. I think every game we come away and can identify some things we're still, you know, uh, trying to improve on and um, just trying to attack those areas. Is there a, a player or two that stands out when you look at where you saw them the first time on the court when this season started and the progress they've made till this point? You know, I'm a, a coach, so I think you could go player to player and, and say everything that's that's grown and, and things that we still need to be better at um, as individuals. And so I appreciate the commitment that, that uh, each young lady has made. Um, I'd be glad to speak about anybody individually that, that comes to your mind. Cause I, I mean, literally I, I think of each person and I'm like, I'm really excited. <laughs> so I don't know how long you want the call to be. <laughs> well, tell me, tell me more. Lauren had a really nice weekend, especially offensively past weekend. And you've seen her obviously longer than a lot of her teammates, given she came with you. What, what have you seen in her progression? I was just talking to Lauren yesterday about how proud I am of her. I mean, you know, it is very hard to come to a new program with new teammates across the country um, and to commit to the work that she has done and um, the way that she has helped us build, uh, you know, the culture and, and really teach and um, just very uh, selfless of her, uh, you know, I think. And her game just continues to grow. I mean, the last two weekends, you know, she had arguably the best defensive player on her in both games. And, um, you know, a lot of a lot of attention a lot of times. And, you know, she's uh, working hard to continue to uh, make great reads for us in our offense and trying to create for others as well. One more, too, if you don't mind. Uh, how would you describe Trinity's and what she does for your program? Mm -hmm. Trinity brings experience, um, mm -hmm. you know, and obviously uh, we've talked about this. She's had to go outside her traditional role this year after losing Lexi Grigsby. Um, she became a backup point guard for us and she's <laughs> used to more of the three, four position. And so I think just um, having her on the floor gives us a little bit more experience and poise in the big moment. And, um, you know, she's worked really hard on, um, you know, just getting to know her teammates and how each person plays together and, um, you know, so just experience has really been amazing. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, Coach, how are you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are you today? I'm good. Uh, I brought back the background. I, I was literally going to say something. I'm like, I'm not being irritating at this point. Yeah. <laughs> but. Um, well, you know, Coach, I, I guess uh, just kind of what are some areas of growth you have seen from this team over, let's say, just the past couple months? Um, that you can really point out and say, hey, we might not be getting the results we want on the in the win loss column, but we are making progress and I like where we're going. I really appreciate that. That's a really thoughtful question to ask and because this team has really grown and sometimes it's hard to recognize when you've not if someone's not been a part of the whole journey. And so I thank you for that because 
Um, if I think back to our first game, I may be wrong, Kaylin, you can tell me, but I think we might've had like 36 turnovers. I didn't know if that might be like an NCAA record, but you guys, um, you know, but we still won the game and found a way to win. But, you know, we were a team that was trying to learn each other and learn a system offensively and, um, and obviously playing with, um, you know, some people in non-traditional positions. And so um, the time that we spent on simple things like, you know, press break and how to get into our offense and things like that um, was such a commitment to time in a practice at times. And I'm just so uh, pleased with their individual growth and collective growth as well. And so that's been uh, really neat to see um, on the defensive side of the floor. Um, you know, this is a team that had traditionally played a good bit of zone and, and we are obviously, you know, implemented more of a man to man uh, system. And so, you know, just teaching the traditional like, you know, what do we want our system to be like? What type of man to man team are we? And, you know, how do we want to go about um, doing that has been um, neat to see our growth. I think we led, um, you know, a lot of categories and how we defended the three point line and um, some things that we were able to do pretty quickly. I was really pleased by that growth as well. Then just individual players growth too, like we talked about earlier, understanding the system, um, you know, trying to, to, to help people become more um, aggressive offensively as well um, and giving people that comfort level with one another. What, what's been, uh, you know, there was some really good uh, teams that you guys played when you were down at uh, in Conference USA and now that you're up here in the Pac-12, what's been maybe uh, I don't want to call it a growing pain, but just something you had to get used to out here in the Pac-12, the way things are. And, you know, you're throwing a lot of ranked teams at you all season long. Yeah, it's um, well, the one thing we had in common, which I was surprised by, was the one day, the one day in between the games. I didn't know that there was a, another conference uh, that did that. And so Conference USA played Friday and uh, sorry, uh, Thursday, Saturday, and we played Friday, Sunday. So really one good thing from conference to conference um, for turnaround times fast. But the turnaround time is for exceptional teams. And so with different systems at times. And so that's been um something that's been kind of fun as a coach to, to try to tweak from a preparation standpoint, uh, as well as the travel being quite different at times, um, you know, but, but both conferences, you know, pretty have pretty good travel uh, involved as well. Um, but I think the turnaround and the, the level of team and the different styles of play have been really fun um, to prepare for, um, you know, just playing great competition, which I love, which is why I came to the Pac-12. So it's been um, an opportunity for to, to for me to grow and just to constantly learn, um, you know, from other coaches and um, and learn this team, you know, obviously being mostly new to me as well. I, I guess I had just kind of what you're looking at for this, this weekend with uh, the two Arizona schools coming in. Um, what have you guys, what have you seen in your um, scouting of them. And I know, uh, I don't, you know what, I'm, I should have the schedule in front of me, but have you guys played them already this year? No, we have not. Okay. Uh, we Those were actually supposed to play down there and that was during our COVID pause. So, yep. um, so we, uh, we will play them for the first time. Uh, two tremendous teams, two tremendous coaches. Um, and really, as you alluded to earlier, like I, I think we could say that um, most nights, but a really a lot of respect for both programs and both doing really well on a national uh, level as well. Um, you know, defensively they're both two of the better you know teams in the country probably defensively I mean really really great defensive system slightly different um, but both very effective um, you know I think that uh, we had an opportunity to see Arizona State last year in the NIT 
Um, and but they've changed a lot as well. Um, you know, added a lot of um, amazing uh, pieces to what was already a very, very good team. Um, and um, obviously Arizona coming off a tremendous year. Um, and she's done such a great job of um, still running her system so well and, and just new players continuing to develop and as well as the returning players playing really well for them. But so much respect for their defensive systems um, and their programs. All right, we have time for just a couple more if anyone has any. Oh, go ahead, Angela. Hey, hey, Coach Langley, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? Doing well, excited about Friday's game. Uh, looking forward to doing that game with Elise um, for Pac-12 Network. Um, and I know I think we're going to try to connect with you um, as well. Um, as, but just curious, like your front line, like right, players feels like um, so different than we've seen in college women's basketball in Pac-12 in particular, like where we have a lot of four out, one in offenses perhaps, but you have a solid front line. Like how is that style of play? like right, impacted you this season? How do you see that um, playing out in the Pac-12 moving forward as well? You know, I think our style of play is going to change through the years. I mean, when you first take over a program, you go with the style of play you think fits the personnel that you have. And so um, we will recruit to different styles um, in the future, probably. Um, there's a, a lot of what we do offensively is um, – you know, some of the teams in the conference do uh, as well, similar offensive systems. Obviously, they've been doing it for a long time and doing it really, really well. And um, they do take a little time to implement. And so trying to decide what we'll do in future years will be a little bit based on who we, we sign. We've signed a great class coming in next year. Um, that's going to allow us to do a few other things um, on the offensive end and defensive end. You know, I, I you can tell from my time at Rice as well as here we do we do love man to man, um, but um, but will allow us to do some other you know things from a pressing standpoint and um, you know mixing up a little bit defensively as well. So I think it will be driven a little bit. I, hope, I don't know if that answers your question directly, but I think we're driven a little bit personnel wise in future years. That makes sense. Well, speaking about recruiting, right? Pac-12 has been killing it. All right, like. What have you seen as far as the success that we're starting to see kids staying um, on the West Coast, folks from the East Coast, Midwest coming out here to Pac-12 teams, top to bottom, you know, you all have done a phenomenal job in recruiting. Like, what are some of the key aspects of that that are showing up, getting results? Well, several things. One is, first of all, I just love to say that I would like to stop playing against Washington players. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. that would be something in the future we would really love to attack. Um, and, and our state is very talented. And so um, a lot of teams have had success coming in state. And so we want to work hard to, to, um, to recruit our best players to stay home is a priority for us. Um, we also, um, you know, I think being at Washington is a national brand. It's a, it's a place where young women can come and get amazing opportunities academically, internship wise. Um, and then career-wise when they're through, if they choose to stay. And um, I think we can offer something that's pretty special from the entire um, opportunity uh, when you're a student athlete, especially in the NIL era. And so, um, you know, it's a pretty special place to be as you recruit student athletes. Um, we're also going to be a values-based, uh, we are a values-based and want to recruit values-based student athletes. So people who are coming here, um, you know, just grow as people and basketball players and obviously career-wise. And so I think it's an environment young women are going to want to be in. I think my background is psychology and I believe that, you know, great teams are made when you have a psychologically safe environment, a place that you can go and you can fail and you can work incredibly hard together and really struggle. And I think that's uh, something that we can provide as well. Um, 
You know, I'm excited for the future of women's basketball in the Pac-12. I think the reason that you see some of the best players in the country come to the Pac-12 is competitors want to play against the best. And in women's basketball, for many, many years, there were a few programs that the best players went to, period, and that they would go to those programs, and they thought they could only win in those programs at times, and, and rightfully so. I mean, a lot of success in those programs. Um, but I think that you're finding that young women are growing in their confidence to the impact that they can make individually. I think our recruiting class is an example of that. I think they understand the impact that they can make in their time at Washington, uh, much like many of the players who came before them. And so, um, you know, there's a great history of success at Washington and, um, you know, you know, well, and um, I think that, um, you know, we're excited to give them that opportunity to play in what is arguably the best women's basketball conference in the country, um, because that's what makes you better as a player is to play against the best. And so that's what we're recruiting to. The chilling new original docuseries on Paramount Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. She's the can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire. Now streaming on Paramount Plus.